And uh, we're holding Halach Yud. Perik Bayes, we said that Halach Yud. And I'm going to read the Ram again because really the Ram is saying a very big Hiddish, which we started to go into, but Hashem will try to explore it again. And that is what it means, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's knowledge of Himself. So I'll read the Rosh Ram again, Halach Yud. Hakadosh Baruch Hu Makir Amitoi. Hashem knows His own Emes. And He knows it the way it is. He doesn't have an external source of information which he can learn something which now he knows. It's like he didn't always know, now he's learned something. Like that's where we learn. There's something we don't know, and now we, know, then we learn it, and now we do know it as well. And that's why by us, what we, what we know isn't intrinsically part of us. There was a stage we didn't know, and we had to learn. And now we know. So there was something separate to us which we've now gained. Whereas by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's no separation. This isn't something which Hashem didn't know and had to learn. It's, the knowledge was always there. It's inseparable from Hashem. Just like life. By a person, he can be given life and life can be taken away from him. And therefore we could say that a person and his life aren't one thing. They're two things. Because the person could be there without life. People die. And then the body is there without the life. Whereas by Hashem, life and Hashem were inseparable. It's not like he was given life or life something separate to him. He is the Makar of Chaim. He is the Makar of Chachim. So now, what is it? That's the first thing he says. Nothing by Shama can't die. Shama can't die. And the Shama can die, but doesn't kill it. It's something which Hashem created, and if that's the case, he can, he can stop the creation if he would want to. But it's not the Makar. Whereas Hashem is the Makar Chaim, that, that is life, that's the source of life, it's inseparable. Anything else Hashem creates, it's something has to give life to. Now the way Hashem creates the system is He keeps the, His Mechayel in the Shem, so He doesn't want them to die. But they don't intrinsically have that, it's something which, is, which has been given to them. And therefore it could technically be taken away from them too. Again, you're right, Hashem doesn't take away the Chaim from the Shem because He doesn't want to do that. But He could. It's not something which is inseparable. It's not a source. It's something which has been given to the Nisham. And therefore, Hashem is to give that chios to the Nisham always. Now, there, He's always choosing to do that. But that doesn't mean that it's something intrinsic as part of the Nisham. Is there any creation that has any aspect of it which is intrinsic? No, of course not. Right. Only the Bari can have that. Anything created means it had to be given something. It wasn't there automatically. And it, and it could still go on even without one of those parts? So even if Hashem makes it happen like that, but Lema said again, it's not intrinsically part of it. It's not its own source. It's something which is being given. Can you give one more example? Yeah, anything which is in the world, anything Hashem created, even the greatest malach, like he's going to say, and that is that even the greatest malach, Lema said, Baruch is giving it life always. So it's always alive, but it doesn't have a source of its own life. It has to be given life. And if Hashem is giving it chachm or whatever Hashem is giving it, once again, He might be giving it constantly, but it's not its own. It's been, always been given. And by definition, something which is always being given isn't part of me. It's something which I have to be given the whole time. Whereas if I'm the source of something, then it's a part of me. It's not something which something external is giving me. It's, it's, it's part of me myself. And Hashem created the system that nothing has life on its own. Everything only has life because Hashem gives it. And therefore life is always something external, separate to everything else. Right, so that's the famous desire, which... Uh, it's one of the maybe things occurs that maybe the Ram of Yudhazar, I don't know. But uh, Hashem and his life and his das are one. 
you can't separate them because there isn't something else which gives Hashem life. He, he's the source of life. And therefore, since Hashem is the source, so it's inseparable. Whereas something which is not the source, it's only being given, even if it's constantly being given, but the Maisa doesn't become part of it. Okay, that's what he says. It's Hashpah constant, like every second, or is this like Hashpah that can last? Every second. Chadish B'tovay, Tavit. Every second. And it's literally every second, and Mekubar explained it like that. That as a, that, it, just like you talk about electricity, it's, it's actually a very good example. I always used to explain this point. The way current works, especially alternate current, is as a, Change all day the whole time, just so fast that you can't see it, so you can't work, you can't stop it. But it's not a steady flow; it's a pulse. It's it's alternating very 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 quickly. But imagine that's how power comes in, in so to speak, uh, bursts and spurts of power. Just a lot of them very quickly. However many hertz a second, however quick it's going to be. But and if I was using always the marshal of Chiyus in this world, and it's not my marshal, even though uh, from the familiarities, I'm not from Chaim Vital. It's interesting. But that one is Talmudic. The Rebbe of the, uh, the Ramani Pana, the Talmud of Israel, is another one of the Talmud of the Israel, he brings this. And he doesn't have example of electricity, he didn't know which he was, but he says like this, he says that the Koyach Hashem sends is like a, a, ever, a non-ending stream of short, like kind of flashes of Koyach. But even those short bursts are time-bound, so they could always be split. Milliseconds, we can't, we can't count them. You can even split that. Okay, know. so we don't have an amount of how fast, that, how quick they are. But the system is... It has to be constant. Uh, it's, it's impossible for it to be pulses. It's pulses, but very fast. Even if it's very fast, there's going to be a so split. The okay. For the in-between, in right. For the synapse. There's something, yeah, there's something in-between, which is which which it's not coming, no? no the way he explains there's it. No, there's no Matthias no of time. There's there's con- con- in the, regards to us, there is. The, the way he explains it is, is that there's a... There's a Basically, the way, we're not going to do much about it. It's what we call matai vilamatai, which means there's a concept of pulses going down level to level to level to level to level to level, but the, the, the second pulse, the third pulse, the fourth pulse, is already coming down after the first, before the first one's reached the end. So there's a system of pulses going the whole time, down, 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 following each other, and then they come back up again. So there's a, there's a constant flow of kaifas going down, coming up, coming down, coming up the whole time. But uh, okay, we don't do too much about to explain it. But the idea is that that mechadish is the whole time, every second, every microsecond, every whatever you want to call it. There's a there's kaya Hashem sending more and more and more. It's not like it's one steady flow, which is the whole time. Is there a point to that? What's what's the reason for that? Why does it does it like that? Why is it not a constant steady flow? So so we just learned today, and it's because that's not a fever anyway. So it's only coming out. It's only the end, and also. It's only coming out. But the point is that a few But sometimes, not always. But that's 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 then there's a, 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 I just said it very simply, there's this constant flow of pulses. They don't have to always be equal, which means depending on what the shrok wants to do, if it's stronger or weaker, whatever it is, it's not like it's, it's, it's always going to be the same. So when Hashem is in more chiyos, the pulses will be strong, there'll be more of a chiyos coming, and less, there'll be less of a chiyos coming. It's the control factor, that it's not some steady which is always the same, 
That's something that Kaddish Baruch Hu gives. But the Shemir is by the Makabo. Which means it's the same ashpah, it just depends how you are receptive to it. No, exactly not. There's no, there's no, based on where the Makabal is holding, it's not much Hashem sense. Hashem doesn't send more than the Makabal can take. It's not going to go to him, but it's an ashpah that's existent. No? no. If, if there's no Makabal to get it, then ashpah doesn't start. So ashpah is yesh behind? Always. Hashem, that's coming from Hashem. Okay, so that's the, that, that's the mid of, of how much Hashem sent to the world. Mamish told me the whole time, and then there could be changes depending on all the practices, how much there's going to be. Okay, so that's what they said. Ba'akadish Baruch Hu, they're all one. Shalomara ha'yachai v'chai v'yadeh v'deh ha'yashem elayus harbeh. Without that, then there would be a multiplicity of gods. Because, not other gods, with chas v'sham in Hashem himself. Who? V'chai v'dayz, there'd be three separate things. Because they aren't all one. The end of because they're separable. The end of the is not true. Which means they're inseparable. It's one thing. We don't talk about Hashem and His life is something else because it's intrinsic. It's not something separable. Then just Aimer, who Hayadeh, who Hayadur, who Hadeh Atzma. To say Hashem knows and to say Hashem is Das is the same thing. Because when we say a person knows, it means there's me and now there's something I know. I've learned it. Now there's something I know. And there's also something I don't know. And therefore, I can talk about uh, also the before and after. Before I knew and after I know. So I've changed. I've now learned something. I know something I didn't know before. There's no such thing. There's no difference between Hashem knows and knowledge. It's all one. There's nothing Hashem doesn't know. There's nothing Hashem can know that He doesn't yet know or that there's a time He didn't. Even though we can understand what the idea means, but he says there isn't really the, the ability to understand such a thing. Because we don't, we don't work like that. For us, anything we know is something we had to learn, and then something which we've, we've understood and made a part of ourselves, but it wasn't always there. But it, it, knowledge that didn't happen yet, uh, an event that didn't happen yet, learning about that is not, is not something outside of the person. It didn't, happen, it didn't exist yet. So I didn't know about it. And now that I see it happen, now I do know about it. But why is that a separate? Why is that a separate brio? Because it's something I didn't have before. But it didn't exist before. You're right. But it's, so then it's something new. It was with me without this information or without this experience, and now me be after the experience, after that information. Which means that the person changed. Which means the person changed. Right. Well, I was I was understanding before that that sort of like how does Hashem know what's going to happen and and before because that's back all to the that. same. We can back to that. So, now the Ramam uses this, this point, like this is what we talked about last time. The Ramam uses this point in Hilchus Shiva to explain why HaKadosh Baruch knows the future. And like we said, when the Ramam says that, that the reason why Hashem knows what's going to happen it doesn't affect Abba is the way we know isn't what Hashem knows. So the, like we said then, the Ramam thought that the Ramam said, I don't know the answer. So yeah, Hashem knows what we don't know. And then, so what, how do you answer the question? Why it has that not affect Abba So the Ramam says, it's not a Chachma to ask questions that don't have an answer. But the answer we said then, we'll say it again now and have seen it from the inside, that is, it's not the Ramadan's answer, that is the Ramadan's answer. The Ramadan's answer is that what Hashem knows isn't how we know things. And therefore for us the future is an unknown, and when it happens we'll not. But God's struggle is not such thing as an unknown. It's, Hashem's knowledge is everything it is to know. And if that's the case, He knows the future too. But that didn't happen yet, so it's not a knowledge which... which 
It's not a knowledge which is outside of him until it happens, right? It's a knowledge he knows what's going to happen. But why is it a chesaron in his yichud? Because if then he doesn't know the future. If he didn't know the future, then there would be something that he didn't know, and now obviously does. Well, right now it didn't happen yet. So right now he is. It doesn't make a difference. Clap the future is something he doesn't know. But it doesn't if, exist yet. Okay, so let's look in past and when this has happened. Now we say Hashem has changed because now he knows things he didn't oh, know before. But that's a different. Well, that's some, saying something different. It's, same, changed. it's the same idea. In other words, there's something which Hashem didn't have beforehand, Kilo, and now that it's happened. Because it was quote impossible okay. to have it before. Fast. Fast is impossible. But why but why is knowledge an entity here? Like why is it so off? Like he didn't know something, he now wants someone. So what is this? Why does it affect his yichud? There's no other God. There's nothing else. <laughs> there's knowledge. So why is knowledge an entity? It's an entity which is something separate to Hashem. But it didn't have. But it doesn't exist yet. Well, why is, why is knowledge the future? Such a factor? What? what? Why is it such a factor? It's a factor because then it means Hashem has getting something he didn't have before. So now we're adding something to Hashem. There's Hashem yesterday and Hashem today, and Hashem today has something he didn't have yesterday. So you've somehow added something to Hashem. Question. If that will be the case. This issue of, of the future, though. Mm-hmm. That's only relative to our physical plane. Hashem isn't... Right, so when you said 100% There's no future and past for him. That's right. Is so like, that's not the Iker is the Das. The Iker is the Matthias. The, so what we say is for sure true. The other point we said is that, of course, by Hashem there's no such thing as time. And if that's the case, of course, everything is happening simultaneously. You can see everything. Well, that's a separate point. Which is a separate point. That's, that's how Hashem sees things. But the fact that it can't uh-huh. be, what I was trying to prove there, it can't be that Hashem doesn't know the future. Because that would, that would entertain the possibility that there's something Hashem didn't know. And then when it happened, Hashem would know it. Then it's saying that Hashem has changed. He's now knows something he didn't know before. And so says then saying here also, that's not a possibility. It isn't something Hashem doesn't know because he's the source of knowledge. And therefore, we have to say that everything which is going to happen, Hashem does know. And when he says in Shariqah, in Shariqah, very simply, is therefore, we can't ask questions that, either by a person, we don't know the future, and therefore we have Pekhira. But Hashem does know the future, because Hashem's way of knowing is different. Because by Hashem, it's axiomatic that there's something, it's not, there can't be something He doesn't know. He's the source of that. There can't be something which is like different answer that, that He now knows and didn't know before. And therefore, we have to say that Hashem knows the future too. And people don't, because people don't work with that kind of a dust. So it's, it's a. Uh, contradiction in terms, in a sense, for us, but not for our Kodesh Baruch, that uh, we have freedom of choice. We don't know what we're going to do tomorrow. Right. But Hashem already knows. Right. His pre knowledge of what we're going to do right. doesn't impinge on our freedom of choice. Exactly. Because by us, we don't know, and that's fine, because we, everything we, we, we learn is something we didn't know we have to learn. Yes. And we don't know what's going to be, and we don't know what we're going to do either, until we do it. Whereas by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the, the system of knowing doesn't come from finding out from what happens to us. The system is knowing everything, because there's, the, the, that's the source of all knowledge. It's not like it's from Hoi Hoi Hoi, it's just that he is knowledge. Yeah. We could say, I'll tell you that there's no time by Hashem. That's the other answer we gave over there. There's no time by Hashem, and therefore you can see the future, and we can see the past. But the other answer is not that it's more mashman than Rambam, is it's not a shayla of time, it's a shayla of knowledge. Is there can't be knowledge outside of Hashem. And therefore, there has to be the knowledge of everything. Now, how do we explain that? How do we explain that? So, we suggested something which we can discuss, debate, I'm not sure this is the only way to explain it, but it's a potential way to explain it. What we said then, and that is, assuming you had 100% knowledge of something, 
then you would know what it's going to do as well. Let's say, if you had a hundred percent knowledge of how the system works, you would be able to say what it's going to do because you understand it that well. It has to do whatever, given the all the information you know, you can compute what it's going to do. Yeah. Right? And the, as there are computers which, as they develop it more, can predict what's going to happen next because taking all the information they can, they can predict what the outcome is going to be. And therefore, so that, that even in a way we can somehow relate to it, and that is, Akadish Baruch understands the person 100%. He knows exactly what the person's holding and exactly what his devil Yerushimayim is, and exactly how much his misgovern is made of, and exactly what the challenge is, and therefore computing it all, he knows exactly what the person's going to do. Not necessarily. I mean, how should I say about him, but not necessarily. I have a choice right now. How do you know that I'm going to do this? Because I, I know well, all the factors. But I know the factors in that choice. And I know that the, the Yerushimayim you have, and I know the strength of the Yetzirah you have, and I know how much you're, you're holding by fighting, and I know where, you're, where, where your level of Chizuk is right now. If I knew all the factors and I could compute it, I'd know the answer. So back to the question. If it's possible, then it's not a choice. So it is a choice because you don't know that. <laughs> this doesn't make sense. It is. Because no, because... The, no. the person has chosen... Again, I don't want to go into Bechir now. It's a separate topic. But it, let's say here, we said there in a number of shirim. The side is, the person isn't doesn't know like that. And therefore, the, the, Hashem knows the person, if you're going to say it this way, much better than the person knows himself. And therefore, for the person, he doesn't have the ability to weigh all those factors up. For him, it's a choice. He, and therefore, he has to live through it and make a decision. But Vakalish Baruch has already computed the decision. He knows what you're going to do. Because he knows all the factors which the person himself might not be aware of until the time, and, and, and completely. And, and he, the things even which, like we said, subliminal infants of a person which he himself might not think about. And therefore, for a person to predict himself what he's going to do, love Dafka, he could. When it's Bashas Maisa, and now, when, when that person has to, so to speak, uh, whatever the factors are, he's going to work on it. He's going to have to try to come to some kind of, you know, try to try, try make a decision. And if it's going to be the right or the wrong decision, is definitely very much influenced by all the factors which pull and play on that decision. But the person for sure doesn't know enough to be able to, on, to tell you, Maroj, what he's going to do. But Hashem does know that. That's that. And therefore, Hashem knows exactly what the person is going to do before he does it. And uh, again, it, it, we, we, we have to think about it, because like the says, it's a hard point for a person to understand. But like he said to the Navi Yemiel, before you even created you, I knew what you were going to be. And then understanding is, Hashem created him with exactly the factors that Hashem knew what he had. And therefore, I, I knew, I, I, this is all planned Mirosh. Hashem told Yemiel, I want you to be a Navi. And Yemiel said, I don't want to be a Navi, I'm not ready for it, I'm too young. And Hashem's answer to him was, I'll tell you don't tell him This is all planned. But even before you were born, this was already planned. In other words, Akkadish Baruch has all the factors. He knows exactly where Yemiah is going to be and exactly what stage he's going to get to becoming a Navi. So, and Hashem's basically, don't argue with me. I, I, this is all, the, I, I know it's all Mirosh. And uh, we, if we can understand like that, then again, we can't understand things like that. We can understand at least what the concept means. If we're going to talk about Bechira, and that is, Bechira is a case to some extent where the, uh, the, 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 there's a lot of different factors which have to be decided between, and a person doesn't know Mirosh what it's going to be. There would be a Bechira if that would be the case. There are lots of different factors, and the person has to make a decision. But if, for whatever reason, it would be completely clear from all the factors involved to the person what they're going to do, there would be no Bechira, it's obvious. It's because it's not. There are too many factors which come to the table, and too many things which the person himself isn't even completely aware of, which makes the Bechir a Bechir. 
it's that's manipulated. Then he's just playing out the role that was already no because it's bat again it's not written because it's known it's not written it's a big difference which means that a person can change factors which are going to change the if I would be, have worked hard on myself, if I would have been acting more badass, if I would be slow down and think about what I want to do, I have the ability to do things different. But then I have to bring those kachas into the picture. But but being as right now, when when the sun hits me, right, and Shemla is calculating all the, the factors now, I know what you're going to do. And it could be. So it seems like the Bechira was always before. There's definitely an element of Bechira before. Right. But um, again, for for a person, even Bashar's Maiz, there's a Bechir to an extent because because he, he himself isn't aware of what he's going to do. In other words, the Bechir, this is what Shami says, the, the, the Ikib Bechir is beforehand. That a person plans in their hand, how am I going to avoid the Aver? How am I going to be misguided in this case? How am I going to avoid the confrontation? How am I going to machazik myself and work on myself that I'll be able to be strong enough? For sure. That's avoided before. But when a person doesn't do that, and now Bashar is Mesa, so now what's what's going to happen next? Well, it could be if he, ha- he has the resilience not to be Nechshal, it could be he's in the matter of Chizuk now, he's going to be strong. And it's, it's, a, it's a struggle, a person has to make it happen. But is it going to happen? Well, HaKadosh Baruch can see that. Again, it's not minimizing the efforts involved. No one's saying it's easy. But, but if, if, if Hashem will see the, the, the factors are here he can do it knowing what I'm going to choose is not going to take away from my choice right and not going to make my choice easier right but, but so right but that's what I said with, with all the data so to speak so then there's no lack of knowledge this we can we could conceptualize but not understand right that's what I'm saying we can conceptualize we can't understand because we don't work like that Chay means life of, which means para, the life of para. You know, para and life are two separate things. And now we're talking about the life which para has, you know, we could not have. We talk about chay Hashem, we don't talk about chay Hashem, which means the life of Hashem, there's no such thing. We talk about chay Hashem, which means Hashem is life. It's Baruch Chay Olam, who gives life to the world. Yeah. He's the source of the life of the Olam. When you're talking about the body, the life isn't something separate to him, like we're talking about the life of everything else. And that's why the way Hashem knows everything which He created is not the way we know the things which we see and understand them. It's from themselves. Knowing from Hashem's knowledge of Himself, He knows everything else because everything else is mismach. It comes from Him. Well, that's the matter of the tomorrow, that's what that means.